Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, we will be talking with nonprofits, foundation representatives, federal consultants, passionate community members, and so forth from every angle of the funding community to see how they got funded, how they can get funded, what their challenges are, and what questions they have on securing funding. I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing funding for your nonprofit, your research, or your business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I am creator of WeGo Consulting. That's writing, editing grants, and organizational development. You can find me at www.wegogrants.com. As a grant writer for more than a decade, having managed grants for various organizations around the world for years, and being a federal reviewer, I have seen every side of the coin for funding. I'm excited to share information and try my best to answer any questions that you may have so you can increase your funding and your organization can impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be groovy. Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. My name is Holly Rustic and I'm owner of WeGo Consulting that's writing, editing grants and organizational development. All right, today we are talking about the grant writing structure. All right, now it is important to have a structure in place even before you start writing a grant, especially before you start writing a grant. Anyways, we're gonna go ahead and just talk about that. Um, Take a couple minutes just to break it down. So what you wanna have in place is you actually wanna have a team set up. And you wanna be able to know who's on that team, obviously. So you wanna have a grant writing lead you want to have somebody from your accounting department or your finance part department on that team and you also want to have your ed part of that team and your and then you want to have a grant coordinator so someone who can run around and get information you may or may not need an expert as well so you're going to have specific questions um, that you might have to ask an expert so you definitely want all of these people on your team And in order to really get started, you need to have a team meeting. So you need to have a design kickoff meeting where you have already reviewed the funding opportunity announcement or the RFP, the request for proposal, and you know that you're eligible to to actually submit for this application. You know you have a priority area that makes sense for the grant and you wanna go ahead and come together. So the grant lead should really do all this research beforehand and then bring it to the table, organize the meeting. And pretty much what you wanna do is have a whole timeline kind of already spelled out. You wanna have something in place that everyone can walk away with the exact same information. So before we get to that, I wanna talk about each key member and what their responsibilities should be. So the grant lead should be responsible for actually writing the grant, right? So you might have different program managers or case managers or experts write certain areas, but you wanna have them submit that to the grant writer. The grant writer can kind of rewrite some things um, so it fits the style of the overall grant. Uh, So, or they could just take that information and make sure that it ties in with every other section. Now what you don't want is you don't wanna have all these different people submit writing different parts and then just put it together without really looking at it and rereading the whole thing and submit it. Because as a grant reviewer, I can tell you that I, can, I know when people have done that because all of a sudden something in their budget is like they want a vehicle, but they never talk about their program, program approach or their design. Um, or it's not a part of their objective, like what they're actually trying to do. So it's really confusing. Um, You might have somebody who's writing all about 
the organization and who's going to be hired and everything for the grant. But then all of a sudden that they're not in the budget. So, you know, that personnel isn't in the budget. So it doesn't make any sense. You can really tell um, when this isn't tied together by one person. So you want to have one lead who's going to follow up on everything and who's going to actually tie all the pieces together and make sure that it makes sense. Because a grant is like a big jigsaw puzzle and there's got to be, you know, if you're only doing sections but it's not connected, you're still not going to know what the exact design is. So you really need that person to be in charge of that. Now the executive director, I put them in here and I say that they really only need to kind of oversee the process because you don't want to have the whole team writing a grant and then the executive director not okay it. So you want to make sure that it's in line and you know you might need to have a board of directors approval or resolution to go with the grant. So you need to have kind of that conduit person that's the go-to and just that eyes approved. Now the other thing is the executive director might be the one who actually submits the grants because they have the passwords for grants.gov or whatever else. They have to make, do all the signatures on the grants. Um, they might be the authorized you know, person in charge for that. So you want to have them involved and it's not that you want to be tasking to death the executive director because they're ED for a reason, they're overseeing everything, but they want to, you know, you want them to have a certain percentage of time on that. Um, it's not good either if the executive director just hands off the grant and then doesn't look at it and signs it blindly and submits it. Like that's not a good thing either. So you want to have them somewhat involved. Now. The finance person, you want to have your, you know, someone from your finance that's doing the budget actually be on this kickoff team and kind of be involved because they obviously know things like what wages are and blah, 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 and how to actually, um, how things fall under what category in your budgets overall. So you kind of want to keep that going, keep the system clear. And um, they might have a better idea of how much things cost. They might be able to get some quotes if you need that. So that person is really important as well. And um, you wanna make sure that everything that's on that budget is on your objectives too, that it falls in line. You are talking about everything in that budget in your grant at some point. So the grant reviewer doesn't get down to your grant budget after they've looked at everything else, say, that looks great, let's see where, where is the funding? How are they actually going to implement it with the funding? And if they don't find the funding there, they're going to deduct points because it's not gonna make sense. Um, there's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be achievable maybe because there's not funding for it. So you really wanna make sure everything makes sense. Now the, at the same time, you need to tell your budget person if there's required or mandatory um, travel to trainings or conferences in the grant, uh, you know, and other things that might be required in the grant that you need to put into the budget. So you guys are gonna to have to go back and forth. So you really have to understand both there. And then the grant coordinator, now that would be the person that maybe they're getting the letters of support or um, the memorandums of understanding with other organizations. They're going out there or they can be the go-to person to follow up with all the experts or the case managers with those certain specialized um, information that you need to have for the grant. They could be kind of that go-to person. So you could task them with things as a grant lead to help you out with. That would be a great support. Now that's the ideal grant team. Of course, you can have more people if you want than that. Make sure everyone has a task though. So going back into that timeline, when you have your kickoff meeting, you need to make sure everybody knows their responsibilities for that lead. And how you can really break that down clearly is to have a timeline. And you can go on to uh, wegogrants.com dot com forward slash grant writer bonus to get some templates um, to kind of 
go with these letters of support, these timelines, and all of this kind of great stuff. I've got some free templates for you, so please check it out. Um, but you can go ahead and make sure you go ahead and formulate your objectives in this kickoff meeting. Make sure that everyone's very clear, and we'll go into objectives in a later podcast, but make sure everyone's very clear on what the objectives are for the actual grant, what the funding is, go ahead and hash out the budget, at least make it a rough draft right away, and then have a whole timeline of, okay, I need to get the budget information finalized by this date. Who's gonna do that? So in this timeline, you wanna have the activity. So first you wanna write out the objective, and then you wanna have the activity, the person responsible for each activity and what the start and end date is for that certain task or activity. So you really wanna make sure that these things are all gonna get done and you have a timeline for it. So if you need any resolutions, if you need anything from your board, go ahead and have that as one of your, one of your first activities. Another first activity that you could have is if you're submitting a federal grant, make sure your SAM number is up to date, okay? Make sure you have your DUNS, your EIN, and your SAM. I'm not gonna go into detail on this one to talk about all those, but you can definitely check that out at a later uh, podcast. And just make sure you have all your numbers already straightened out because those are the things that can really slow you down even when you have your grant done. If you don't have your SAM number update, I've seen this happen, I've been a personal witness and it's absolutely maddening because it's this number that just needs to be updated and it takes time. Um, and it's, if it's expired, I mean, it can take days before you can get back online. So you don't wanna be at that, that climatic, ah, you know, freak out mode and then not being able to submit your grant that you've worked so hard to create because of an expired number. So get those in place, make those a part of your activities. And the other thing that you can really look at is, um, you can go ahead and look at uh, if you need to set out your letters of support at that time, your memorandums of understanding, now those things can take time because you're waiting for other people to get back to you, right? So you might have, you need to make a deadline for those people you're submitting, or you're asking for letters of support and that sort of thing too, to say, okay, I need it by this date and don't make it by the date of your actual deadline for your grant. Make sure it's a couple of weeks before because let me tell you, probably about, hmm, good 30% of those people are gonna be like, oh, I totally forgot when that when your first timeline for them comes up. So you need to have some buffer there because you're gonna ask again. Without being annoying, you can do another follow-up. Hey, I didn't get this yet. Is there any way you can please submit this because our grant deadline is coming up? Um, and you can reach out to them in that way. So you make sure you have all those letters. So that's one thing that can take a lot of time. So please do that as one of your first things when you go ahead at your kickoff meeting and you identify some of those potential partners for the grant. Now, if you need matching funds, you need to get those first. Figure out, you know, is it gonna come from a lease that you have? Is it gonna come from volunteers? If so, you need letters of support. You need to break it down and figure out that non-federal match in that kickoff meeting and get all the things going, all the wheels turning that you're gonna need to do and who's responsible to do it and when the deadline is to get those letters of support and to get, um, or those MOUs, anything, any documentation. If you need to do surveys, if you need to get more information on your needs, go ahead and delegate somebody and give them, a, once again, a deadline. Get them that, this is the timeline up for all your tasks. Um, other things that you need to do, just set up a general, this is our first rough draft due. This is the person who's gonna review it. They need to get it back to the grant lead by this date so then they can go ahead and review everything again, submit your final draft for review. So just spelling out all those things in your timeline and then everybody walks away with a copy of it 
And you can, and then that way you're spending a few hours sorting this out, maybe two hours, three hours probably max of really sorting this out with this, you know, a few people and all their different, uh, your responsibilities and what you need to do, coming up with a budget. I mean, you can hash out a grant pretty quickly when you have these main people um, that have the knowledge and that can come together and kind of sort it out. And if you have a timeline and if you have, you know, all these activities listed once you get your objective, it goes pretty quickly. I will say that if you don't take the time to have this kickoff meeting, you're gonna be running in circles. You know, you might write your project approach first instead of doing your objectives and your budget and then realize that it's not gonna work so you have to rewrite it. Um, you don't know who's gonna do what. You're gonna ask people for certain things but because they were never tasked, okay, another reason to have the executive director at that meeting, um, then they're not gonna make it a priority of getting the information back to you. So you really need to have this kickoff meeting and it's gonna take a few hours, yes, it may, but it's gonna save you, it could save you just hundreds of hours of pulling your hair out. So please do this, get it all together. And you know, you don't even maybe have to meet in person again. You could say, okay, in one week, we're gonna do a review via email, or we can easily come together for 30 minutes just to see where everyone's at. You know, you could do things like that. You could do it, um, if people are remote, you could do it just a conference call real quick. So this will really speed up. It'll keep everybody on task and make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing in a very you know, timely way so they know, okay, I'm gonna have to do this first, little chunks every day. It's not just this huge overwhelming grant that one person is trying to pull off by themselves, you know, or two people or whatever, even if you have a team, but if nobody has a timeline or any kind of way to track what they're doing or to know exactly what the specific steps are, then it's going to be really frustrating. So go to wegogrants.com forward slash grant writer bonus for some templates and uh, check us out next time at grant writing and funding podcast. My name is Holly Rustic. I'll see you guys later. Bye.